Hello and welcome back to the Keeper Lit Podcast with me, your host, Tara Gallagher. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Keeper Lit Podcast. So today we're going to talk a little bit about step count, more specifically about 10,000 steps. But before we get into that, I would like to apologise for the delay in this episode. So normally episodes go out every Monday and Wednesday, but you have to bear with me at the minute because lads, I'm not going to lie, my life is a bit chaotic. For anyone who does not know, I am a full-time radiographer and a full-time coach as well. No, part-time radiographer, full-time coach, apologies. Um, But I'm actually moving. So I live in London currently. I am moving back to Fermanagh for three months um, and I'm doing full-time online coaching from there. So I'm leaving my job and then I'm going to move to Australia after with my boyfriend. So I'm currently packing up my life to move home, which is chaos in itself. So bear with me. But listen, imperfect action i'm still getting the episodes out they may be a wee bit skew if but we're going to get back on it and i apologize i can literally only apologize but anyway some people are probably like i didn't even notice but for my avid listeners you will have noticed <laughs> anyway listen okay so ten thousand steps why does everyone bang on and why do people set a goal of ten thousand steps so a lot of people don't actually know but it actually dates back to a marketing campaign that was done before the olympics by a pedometer company um but since then and since the sales like skyrocketed basically of the pedometer um <clears throat> research has now been linked to comparing step counts so like between five thousand steps compared to ten thousand steps etc and it basically shows from the research that the higher the step count that you have the basically the better right so step count is a part of your neat right stay with me here because i'm not going to get too complicated i'm going to try and break it down a little bit but like your steps walking fidgeting standing etc is a part of your neat and your neat is your non-exercise activity thermogenesis now you might be thinking what an under god is that tower but basically we as humans burn calories in four different ways right um and one of them ways is your neat so one way that you burn calories basically expend energy is through your neat levels it actually contributes to 15 percent of your daily energy expenditure um and it's actually more than like a workout would count for um, and that's why some people are like if your sole purpose and even I would say if your sole not purpose if your sole goal is to just drop body fat and that's all you care about doing then it is far more important for you to like keep your energy expenditure up through like neat and look after your nutrition than it is for you to go into the gym now this is not me saying you should quit the gym and you should not go there etc but like having a high step count and losing or sorry looking after your nutrition will help you lose body fat the gym will not as quickly if that makes sense because you don't burn as much energy in the gym as you probably think that you do okay even though in the gym you could be like i'm absolutely sweating balls like it doesn't matter as long as you are getting like a high step count during the day and you are looking after your nutrition, you can still lose body fat, right? The trick with step count though is that like going from zero or going from like 3,000 at a jazz job to like 10,000 is just not possible for everybody. Like it's just physically not possible. Like people will be able to do it maybe for a week, but they won't be able to do it. And the point is, is that 10,000 is just like it's not an arbitrary number but like the number itself is is kind of pointless right it's just like a general goal and it's a really really good goal by the way for most people not just for fat loss but for your overall health like it has benefits for your cardiovascular health your mental health it is also linked to living longer so those people in the research who tend to have a higher step point um, and walk a little bit more 
were the people who actually lived for longer. So their life expectancy was higher. Also, women tend to walk on average more than 4,000 steps than men. And they live longer than men as well. So if you want to live longer, do your step count, right? And if you still can't get the 10,000, then do 7,000 and do 7,000 consistently. Do what works consistently for you because going from 4,000 to 7,000 will still be a big increase in your energy expenditure. And I genuinely do think that like everyone shouldn't really have a step count lower, like anyone, not even if you're trying to lose body fat, but just for overall health preferences, anything lower than like 6,000 steps, in my opinion, is just a little bit low for your overall health because the amount of research which backs like walking more to improve your overall health not just fat loss just like your cardiovascular risk lower risk of diabetes lower risk of basically all of those diseases and just improving your life expectancy speaks for itself so everyone should have like a general um what do you call it step count of like at least six thousand and also sometimes i'm like remember that we are also animals like we're the same as elephants we're the same as monkeys we're the same as at all like we're not supposed to sit down all of the time like we are like the laziest people I know (laughs) and I say that because like you know like the more digitalized and the more like commercialized and the more instant life becomes the lazier we become and it's not good for our health like the last thing we want to do is go outside and get our hair wet or the last thing we want to do is go for a walk or because we want to watch tv and it's just not good for your health like you need to move so everyone should at least if you're not counting steps then get out and go for a little walk because it is so so beneficial for you and anyone who tells me that they don't have time to increase their step is absolutely lying because if you're able to listen to this sitting down you're able to listen to this while you're walking and it's not just walking it's fidgeting it's cleaning it's um dancing in your bedroom it's um what do you call it standing so even if you work from home or you work at a desk asking to get a standing desk you will burn more calories at rest if you have a standing desk I switched from being in the NHS where I was working full-time where I was doing like mad step count because of the type of job I was in to go into sitting down all day and the amount of pain that I had in my hips I also have so many clients who are like I've got pain in my hips and I'm like do you work a desk job and they're like yeah and I'm like yeah because you lie down at night time you wake up you sit down and eat your breakfast you get in the car you drive to work you sit down for whatever eight or nine hours you come home you sit on the sofa again maybe you do it like an hour workout you then lie down again like you're never moving your body so one really simple way is to get up and go for an extra walk just stretch out your legs um and move your body like it's meant to be moved it's not meant to be sitting bent in half the whole time and you will also notice a massive difference in the pain in your hips and just your overall energy levels like getting a little bit of sun and a little bit of vitamin d or a little bit of fresh air does everyone the world a good so don't tell me you don't have time i also know that like um there is genuinely some people out there who are like i physically can't get ten thousand, and that's why i say like something is better than nothing so even increasing it from three thousand to six thousand is better than absolutely nothing going on a 15 minute um walk at break time or at lunchtime is still better than nothing so like say if you get up and you you drive to work and then you sit at a desk job and then you get home really late and you're like well i don't have time yeah fair enough but like can you maybe go out for like I don't know a five minute walk in the morning like on your way there park a little bit further away can you go out for a walk at lunchtime like if you've got a 30 minute break and 15 minutes is all you're going to need to eat so go out for 15 minutes probably going to scroll on instagram anyway you may as well go out and scroll on instagram for me personally i will go for a walk every single morning um and i will get at least like minimum seven thousand steps a day because just for my overall health i don't always hit ten thousand i would only ever care about ten thousand or look a little bit at ten thousand if i was trying to lose body fat but in general i 
know myself when I haven't gone over 5,000 steps because I feel like an absolute hermit um, and it is just really important to make sure that you're getting out and getting a little bit of steps and one way that I always say to people and I used to do this all the time was um, if you half your step count and make sure you have half of it done by lunchtime it makes it so much easier so say if you want to do 8,000 steps get 4,000 done by lunch have your lunch and then you're like well I only have to get 4,000 now whereas if you only get 2,000 in the morning and then you're like it's 7 p.m I have to go and get 8,000 steps it's going to be so much more daunting than going and getting 4,000 and 4,000 you know what I mean um, and spitting it up that kind of way so that's one hack that you can do another one that you can do is if it's raining I always like if you live nearby the gym like I will go and put my show on the treadmill like so say for example I work two days in a MRI clinic and for that I obviously I'm walking like a little bit but I don't have like a mad step count because I'm sitting down scanning most of the time so after work what I will do is on my way home now my gym is on the way home I will just run into the gym for like 30 minutes put my show up on my phone or like ring my mom or something and walk on the treadmill for 30 minutes just to get a little bit of daily movement in now some people might be like that's psychotic like why are you doing that after a long day but it is just a really good way to switch off I'm probably going to go home and just lie and say that or talk to my mom anyway and I can still go home and lie up after but it's only 30 minutes out of the day so I'm um, getting a little bit of neat in by via the treadmill or like I know some people invest in like I know my sister invested in like a walking pad at home because she wor- works at home full time um, and that way she can work from home and also get a walking pad now they are maybe like one or two hundred pound but like you're going to increase your life expectancy you're going to increase your health like there's no price tag on that if in my opinion not possible for everyone but like say if you skipped out on like a pint every weekend like by the end of the bloody year you would be able to pay for that you know what I mean like there is small um sacrifices and for me like I definitely have my health as a mad priority so I'm like whatever it takes um to invest in that and I would also say like investing in something like a walking pad over something like an apple watch is 100% more um beneficial for you because um and I say this because like fitness watches they're not accurate right flat out they're not accurate a fitbit uh apple watch an iphone whatever the fuck you're using a garmin whatever like they're not accurate and they're not supposed to be accurate don't worry about the fact that they're not accurate your phone will tell you something different than your apple watch your apple watch will tell you something different than your fitbit like it does not matter you could walk the exact same as your best friend who has a different device on them from the time you wake up to the time you leave and it'll say something different so don't worry about it it's about your inaccurate device being consistent that's all that matters so instead of going out and buying yourself a apple watch just generally use your iphone so your iphone has the health app on there or i'm sure android has the same it tells you your rough step count now you might be like well i don't carry my phone all the time and i'm like yeah okay but you probably carry it most of the time so if your phone reads that you've done seven thousand steps and say for a part of the day you don't carry it likely you're probably have gone and you'll probably have gone and got the other three thousand maybe if you're working and you're not holding on to your phone um at the time right so everyone is going to be slightly different but it's not about it being accurate it's about it being consistent so if your phone says you've you've done ten thousand steps and you um haven't carried your phone everywhere well then you know you've definitely done at least ten thousand so listen don't waste your money on extra devices it's not essential for some people it can be really beneficial and for some people are like yeah i can see it it makes me like motivated i personally was on the other side of that and i'm not i'm not saying it's gonna happen to everyone but i was addicted to my apple watch i ended up selling my apple watch because i was addicted to like having a high step count and I thought that like if I didn't get a high step count then I was like you know not doing anything and I was like gonna 
put on weight or like it was a terrible thing that's not true like if you have a day where one day is seven thousand and the next day is um thirteen thousand your body works on averages that's still an average of ten thousand steps if you only get five thousand steps a day then that is completely fine that's your decision but if you want to make an active um i suppose change and you want to change your step count then that's entirely up to you but know that like don't get obsessed with the numbers don't attach your worth to the numbers they're they're just numbers and they're not accurate anyway so there's no point um in being obsessed with them I know now I could 100% and I do look at my um health app and I'm like okay I do need to get out for a little walk or I'll have a little rough eye on it or now I could fully wear an apple watch and be like I don't give a fuck like if I don't get the steps every single day that's not the point I know on average I still am going to move my body right so they can both be very incentivizing but also for other people um I say this with a caveat it's not going to be everyone it can be a little bit detrimental so just be be aware of it and uh, get used to how you react to it and if you're like shit that triggers the fuck out of me don't don't wear it you don't have to wear it like it's not a big deal like just go out for a 15 minute walk every day and that in itself will be happy days right now the one thing that I also want to say is for those people who um already have a high step count so for example in the NHS I had a high step count anyway I did on average 10,000 steps without even trying before I was trying to lose body fat etc etc now one thing that will happen quite often when people do go on a fat loss phase or they go to a coach for fat loss phase they'll be like right let's bring your steps up to like 10,000 say right um and for most people the general pop that's a really good goal because most people don't get that but there are people out there who already get that amount of steps um like nursing staff being one of those people who work shift work on the floor maybe if you work on like the um what do you call it the aisles at like asda or i don't know whatever type of job you have that you're like out and about in your walk and you might already have that so increasing it a little bit further could would have the same effect on you so 10,000 wouldn't be as accurate and I say that because if you're already at a baseline of 10,000, your body's already at that much energy expenditure and to increase your energy expenditure and to burn more calories, which is essentially what you want to do to lose body fat, you would need to increase that step count. So instead of 10,000, you would probably look to go to like 12,000. But what I want to say for a lot of people is that at one point, you will hit a number whatever that number is for some people it might be 13,000 some people it might be 15,000 that the benefit of increasing it is actually taken down by the fact that your appetite increases so much because you need to remember that like your body is so smart right if you increase your energy expenditure so if you start to increase your steps if you maybe go running if you maybe go to the gym and you start all these things you will maybe not even realize it some people do notice it but other people won't realize it they're like well I'm going to the gym but like I haven't lost weight and I'm like yeah but you know are you maybe eating more like has your appetite gone crazy because if your appetite has gone way up it's highly likely that you're meeting those energy demands by eating a little bit more without even realizing now there'll be other people out there who are like I actually know that I'm not eating more because I'm like tracking my food I'm tracking my calories but my appetite has gone through the roof and now it's so much harder for me to maintain this calorie deficit and at that point it means it's no longer worth it for you to increase your energy expenditure because the increase in your appetite is going to make your dieting so much harder that you're never going to be able to sustain it you might end up going into the cupboard and way overeating because your hunger signals have gone way through the roof and you're trying to stick to something that is way too low for a calorie intake because your hunger hormones are like i'm fucking hungry feed me and everyone will be completely different some people don't get that other people like as soon as they increase their step count they're like my hunger went mad now i would say leave it like a week if after a week it doesn't settle down maybe even two weeks then you might look to be like right okay now 
anyone who's sitting here being like from 5,000 to 7,000 steps my appetite increased likely that's not really going to happen for most people but it's for those people who like are increasing it beyond 10,000 steps sometimes there's like a what do you call that what's that word like a plat no hang on I'm gonna find the word sorry the words that I was looking for was the law of diminishing returns where basically you hit a point and the return or the reward for the effort is no longer worth it right so um that is just something to be mindful of there's nothing wrong with you and increasing it beyond that is maybe just not right for you and everyone's different so it's really important to kind of monitor your hunger levels and have a little idea of that and then the other thing being remember anyone who already has 10,000 steps for you 10,000 steps isn't really a new energy expenditure or a new way for your body to um expend calories because you're already getting that so you would need to personally increase it a little bit um somewhere else so that might mean increasing it via an extra thousand or two thousand step it might be doing a little bit of cardio it might be just cutting your calories a little bit whatever way you want to do it you can create a deficit somewhere else but your ten thousand steps isn't the same as somebody who hasn't done it before so i hope that that makes sense which can be annoying because you're like well i already do these really high steps but um yeah it's just different for everyone and your body adapts your body is so smart it's the same way with progressive overload in the gym like it comes to a point where like at once a 40 kg squat was progressive overload for you and then 40 kg becomes easy and if you continue to do 40 kg your body will just be like hey we know how to do this like i'm not going to give you any new reward for this because you can already do this we need to do something harder and it's the same way with your step count um it needs to be progressively overloaded for you to be able to expand a little bit more okay um, and with fat loss as well um one thing that i would say is that a step count or a step goal or whatever you call it um it's a tool within a toolbox so when you've got a calorie deficit you've got a few tools that you can play with because your body like i said expends energy in more than just one way it expands it in like four different ways right so you can um take tools out of the toolbox at one at a time so <clears throat> if you're starting i would always recommend like only increase it by like two thousand steps and then eventually you'll plateau, then you can increase it by another 2,000. And then you'll plateau and then you'll increase it by another 2,000 until you maybe work your way up towards the 10,000, right? The same way that like you don't just create a mad deficit of like 1,000 calories. You maybe create a deficit of like 300 calories initially. And then over time when you realize, okay, I've lost weight, but eventually I'm going to plateau, you take another 50 off. And then you take another 50 off. And I always say it's like having tools in a toolbox. It's taking one tool out at a time. But if you take the toolbox and just dump it on the floor, what's going to happen is, yeah, it'll be sustainable for a certain amount of time. But then you'll go back to the toolbox and you'll be like, okay, now I've plateaued or now I've hit like, you know, um, a point where I'm not getting any more benefits from this or any more results from this. What do I do now? And the, and the toolbox is empty. Um, and that's where it can get kind of hard for people. And it's where a lot of people go wrong because they go too hard, too quick. They throw all their tool, tools out of the toolbox and they're on really low calories and they're doing a really high step count and they're working out too much and they can't physically do any cardio because they have no energy and they're sleeping shit and their sex drive shit. And it's like, okay, well, there's nothing left in there. So now you have to essentially increase your calories back up to a new maintenance level and then go again. Okay. Okay. And it's more diet fatigue mentally than it is actually psychological or physically. Um, but it is something that does happen. So it is something to be mindful of as well. Anyway, I hope that this episode was helpful in explaining the method behind the madness of 10,000 steps and why it is a unreal um, marker for a lot of people, but for others, it's not going to be 100% beneficial and why it can be used to your advantage in fat loss. And like I said, the annoyance saying of like, I say annoying because it gives me the ick, but like abs are made in the kitchen. They're not made in um, the gym or whatever. It is, it is true. Like the fat loss that comes with 
changing your physique it comes from your nutrition which is in the kitchen and it comes from your overall energy expenditure and majority of your overall energy expenditure will come from neat levels rather than your physical activity okay and like i said there's other ways to burn your energy like being alive your bmr is the main way that you're going to burn energy and also like you burn calories by the way by just eating and digesting food um but I'm not even going to go into those things, right? We're, just gonna, we're gonna move on from it. Anyway, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did enjoy this episode, please make sure to make sure you rate it on Spotify because that means I get pushed out to other people as well and I can help more and more people. And um, this week is also the first week of Thrive, which is my six week group program, which is a very exciting group challenge program, whatever you want to call it. Um, however, people think when they hear, you know, group that it's very like, what do you call it? like a blanket program it's absolutely not everyone on there has a completely different goal everyone on there has different targets different workouts different um energy expenditure etc and that is why you should work with a coach that's why you should work with me because I can work it all out for you and work with you there's nothing wrong with you everyone is different just a generic plan doesn't work for everyone so I am buzzing to have Thrive going um, and it's not too late to join by the way it's now Tuesday if you do want to get on board I've had a few sign-ups there last night um you can join now and it's better to start now on a Tuesday than it is to start in another seven or eight weeks time whenever the next group comes out so stop putting off your goals stop putting off your step coin and let's get going all right and um, if you have any other topics that you would like me to cover make sure you slide me a wee dm on instagram at Fit. and yeah if you enjoyed the episode make sure you share it. okay keep it lit have an unreal day